This is the Journey Through Podcast. And this is for you, your homegirl, and your cousins too. A space where heart checks, creativity, faith, and the desire to live well intersect. All from the perspective of a black millennial woman. I'm your host, Sydney Maria. Let's talk, shall we? Happy Monday, everyone, and welcome back. I know you're like, what happened last week? And to be honest, sometimes we just, things don't happen the way that we thought that thought that they would. And we decided to take a little bit of a break. And I'm glad that we did because that would have not been my best work. Sometimes we force ourselves into performing anyway, this very performative type of love for others that we don't realize like, hey, let me take a step back and love myself a little bit more which is what this episode is based off of. It's going to be brief, but I think it's going to help a few people and be very impactful. So who do you love? Not what, but who? And if the first thing that comes to mind is someone else, we got we got a little bit of work to do. <laughs> we have a little bit of recorrecting to do. It is totally okay and, of course, warranted to love others, But when I ask myself, who do you love? Or when I ask you, who do you love? The first thing that comes to mind now these days for me is myself. And I'm so glad that I have gotten to that point. I don't know about you, but I was always very service oriented and very forward facing into others that I often forgot about myself. And that, that, that isn't okay. I don't care what anyone else tells you, but if you don't learn how to love yourself first, you'll never learn how to properly love others. Showing up for you and standing in your power is a form of that self-love. It's not some Marvel movie analogy where you literally fly in and boom, you're automatically this fierce woman who is unbothered and untouched. As much as a lot of us would love for that to be our narrative, that's that's not how self-love translates into one's personal being. Like That's just not how it really happens. You have to go through a lot of ups and downs, a lot of trial and error, a lot of failures, and a lot of heartbreak. And heartbreak isn't exactly reserved just for romance either. Just like grief isn't exclusively reserved for the loss of a loved one. What I've gathered is that the path to being unbought, unbossed, and unbothered is paved with very real decisions of bravery and courage throughout your day today. It's those small, actionable steps that help build that momentum. So now that I've asked, who do you love? And we, we're all going to recognize that we have to love ourselves first. The next question I ask is, who are you really? I know that personally, I'm emotional. I am, I'm that girl. <laughs> I am, I was born, I feel like, with my heart on my sleeve. So navigating how to separate the facts from the feelings is a true task for me that I didn't realize was a task maybe until a few months ago. And that's something that I'm growing to accept that is just a part of my story. Sometimes those thorns in our side are things that we feel need to be taken out immediately. When in reality, it's going to help me grow. It's going to help me grow through a lot of the, a lot of the transition and a lot of the discomfort and to really face things dead on without necessarily trying to retreat and run from them. But even in all of that growth and all of that processing and all of that wonderful new reality, mind-shifting transformation, I have to love myself still. I have to maintain myself. 
and with maintaining yourself, it's okay to want more. It's okay to want what you want and then go out and get it. It's okay to secure your version of the bag. You owe it to yourself to spend time with you. Treating yourself doesn't always mean dropping a bag, (laughs) but it does mean checking in with you for you on a frequent basis. Are you well? How do you feel today? Why do you feel this way? If it isn't a good day, how are you going to navigate that? Can you accept that every day isn't going to be a good day? These questions and more are what I often ask myself when I'm having kind of a hard time processing things around me. So much in my life has changed in like the last year alone. And I know a lot of us can obviously resonate with that. But so much has changed. So much is still changing and so much is shifting that I often find myself lost in the sauce sometimes. And the only way to reel myself back in is to check in with myself. So that means putting my phone on do not disturb, ignoring the group chats, ignoring the voice notes, minimally doing what I can at work so I don't burn myself out if I'm being completely honest. And overall, making sure that even though I have to be an adult today and every day that I'm giving myself grace and being soft with myself and taking things easy and that the work is going to be there, sis, the work is going to be there regardless. It's going to keep coming in. So you might as well pace yourself anyway. I have to ask myself these questions to keep myself afloat, to keep myself level level headed, and then to come up with a solution on what it is I want to do to take care of myself and to tend to myself. I always think about what it was like to be a child in these moments, how things were carefree or for myself. I describe my childhood as very colorful and full of prints and just very vibrant. That is the best way I usually describe my childhood to other people. It was very fun and flowing and a little bit of independence here and there. And I remember what it is that brings me joy in a whole way. And that's that childlike joy. That's that carefree, I'm going to be happy and enjoy myself joy anyway. And I don't know what repercussions are. Well, at that age, of course, you didn't necessarily know definitively what repercussions were, but you enjoyed life anyway. Stepping back into that joy of your inner child is the most caring, lighthearted, warm, and picture, in picture, wow, envision a hug type of joy. It was very, it was self-serving in a way because all you cared about was yourself. In a sense, you of course were, well, I was very cognizant of like my friends and my playmates and schoolmates around me. But as a child, you have minimal worries and minimal cares. And in that same breath, creating real and healthy boundaries without building walls. All of these actionable steps require a certain level of growth that can only come sometimes from reiterating and incorporating boundaries. Boundary setting is uncomfortable. It You find yourself rebuilding them and resetting them every day, but I promise you in the end, it's so worth it. So when you look back and ask yourself, who do you love? You can say, I love myself because I'm going to set these boundaries. I'm going to stand firm in these boundaries. I'm not going to lessen the walls of these boundaries because of who X, Y, and Z is in my life. If and when someone truly 
loves you and appreciates a relationship that you have with you, and this is any relationship, again, not specific to romantic, they'll grow to respect and understand those boundaries without you wanting to loosen them for their own comfort. If there's anyone out there that wants you to stand down on the boundary that you created, you probably need to figure out where you want to put them in your life. Everyone has a place in our lives. And even that is recognizing, okay, who do I love? I love me. So let me put you over here without giving you too much room, but just enough so that I'm not completely blocking you out. I want to say this, and that is we cannot do life alone, but we also cannot do life without boundaries. And my very last point is that you can sparkle, glow, and shine. You can change your mind at any given time and even go back to the drawing board. Going backwards doesn't always mean you're failing. For me right now, personally, it means I'm improving because I bypassed so many needed lessons that I should have slowed down in. You have time to settle down. You have time to try again and get it right. But going backwards is not always a bad thing. Don't let Instagram fool you. Don't let these Insta influencers or whoever make you feel like if you're not progressing, then you're not doing it right. Well, sometimes when you go forward before you're ready, you mess up the road ahead of you. So sometimes it's okay to slow down and look back. Looking back doesn't mean that you've done anything wrong. It just means you need to look over the details again and determine what you need to take and what you need to leave. So (laughs) as we go about this week, lean into your whole self, lean into your prayers, lean into where God is telling you to go, fully listen and be present and be still some moments. It's okay to be still. It's okay to shut off the phone. It's okay to call out of work. It's okay to take your vacation days. I know for a lot of us who are very passionate about what we do, we feel bad about taking a vacation. But the more I get into understanding where I'm supposed to go, the more I don't feel bad about that. So take that vacation time, sis. You don't even have to do anything with this time. Slow down long enough to recalibrate and to get back in touch with yourself. Mental health days are important. Self-care days are also important. Do whatever it is that you need to do to be a whole version of yourself. You'll love yourself for it. So what are my expectations for this podcast? Well, for one, I hope we can learn and journey through together. (laughs) Like I've mentioned, I truly believe that this podcast has officially been through the fire and earned its name. And I also hope that you take what you need and whatever you don't, leave it. (laughs) I won't take offense to it. That's just life. So, yeah, we're in this thing and I cannot wait to see how much you grow. Peace.